Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this episode is book club related, I guess. I don't know. We really went for vague here, this but it was the... also hard to find. Well, this is the year of like clearing off the TBR. And so yeah. I had a book where the characters are in a book club. We're getting and... creative. Yeah, so I feel like that's why it was picked, because I was like, well, here's a very specific topic that has nothing to do with, where, like, sometimes, you know, in the past, we've been like, oh, because of this holiday, or, like, I feel like we've gone, I don't know, they're they're getting really odd right now, and that's fine, it's okay. You know what, though, it gives us so much variety to choose from, and, like, my Google skills, I think, have improved because of it, because Mm -hmm. it can be hard to find, like, when we did, like, the workplace fiction one, I don't know, workplace fiction was its own, like, little subgenre at all. (laughs) I didn't either until you told me your rabbit hole about characters working. (laughs) I was like, this is not going well. That's the same one. I had the book, and I went, here's a book that I have. Find something. Yeah. I feel like really I'm forcing (laughs) you into Googling stuff at this point, and I'm just like, I already own this book. Let's talk about it. So. That's okay. It's yeah. good for me. It's an exercise in like patience. It. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Well, I'm just going to jump right in. I've had this book since September of 2021. So, oh, so it's been a minute. Yeah. Finally reading it. Um, I read The Neighbor's Secret by L. Allison Heller. And so this book has a ton of characters. And honestly, I don't even know that I'm going to tell you any of their names because one, I probably couldn't keep them straight of like, which character is married to which one who has which Mm. kids um but they all live in this town this like semi wealthy town and they lived in cottonwood estates and it's the cottonwood estates book club um but yeah so there's like a variety of them they their book club also only runs like during the school year so it runs august to may which i found kind of interesting i didn't realize that until literally it's like um yeah, I think it was like May or June or something like that. And they're like, last one of the year. And I was like, what? It's the middle of the year. What is going on here? Depends on where so, you live, I guess. Yeah. So the book, like, you kind of jump around through different people's perspectives. There's the email that goes out every month that tells you what the book is that they're going to be reading. And then randomly you get these pages of just like somebody being like, oh, I saw them walking off together. And they, they looked like they didn't want to be seen leaving the party together and you're like who what who are you who is this mystery one-page person intrigued Uh, yeah so in no particular order i'm just kind of going to tell you some of the things that happened with some of our characters so one of our characters 15 years ago her husband died and she had a child she had like i think her kid was like 16 or 17 or something like that at the time um we don't learn for a while how he died the circumstances we know something happened with him like something happened where he wasn't really a great person we don't know why we don't know if it was like was he cheating was he abusive was he doing tax evasion is he a murderer we don't actually know questions for sure yeah um but yeah so he's dead um and has been for like 15 years but something is going on where like this is almost coming back. Like somebody has gotten away with something. We also know that. Like we know that like in some people's chapters, they're like, oh yeah, but it's okay. Cause you know, they got away with it once they could do it again. And you're like, okay, but what did you get away with? Like, and it's the same thing, right? Is it murder, tax evasion? Like, More questions. Did you change your name? Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, huh. Yeah. So one of the parents, so a different person, um, cause she's kind of like our oldest, one of our oldest characters. Um, there's like another one who 
is not the president of the book club, but, but hosts most of the book club. She's like our other oldest character. Like they moved in right around the same time. And like they were some of the first people to move into Cottonwood Estates. Um, and then the one who is the president of the book club, her daughter is like the best student ever, like getting straight A's is probably going to, you know, early admittance into call it. Well, she's 14, but like, we'll probably have that captain of everything, the best at everything she does. You know, the mom is always talking about how proud she is of her, all of these things. And you're like, honey, I like, I get it. Like your daughter is doing great, but we should take, find things that are outside of her daughter to be proud of find our own things maybe one Uh, or two things yeah she's the one who sends out all our emails to tell us what book we're doing also they do very like stereotypical type books which is a complaint amounts among some of the members like they did like lolita which i feel like if you're in a book club has probably been done 900 times like somebody was like oh i literally had did this in college and had all these right. same discussions in college um, i didn't because i took one english class and i never took another one but i can see how you could do it um and then they have like you know world war ii historical fiction is a bunch of them hmm. and like they always have what they call their or some of the members call their mommy guilt book and it's like a memoir about like oh my how gosh. Like, being a good parent so like this one was about I don't know. I think it was about like limiting screen time, but then another one is like using it and like all the books every year, like basically contradict each other. And so, yeah, so it's like their mommy guilt. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So that's that. And so then one of the other ones, she and her, so she, it's her, her husband, um, her, and she has two kids. Um, So there's four of them living in a tiny little two bed, one bath house. Like they definitely are out living outside of their means in Cottonwood Estates. Um, but it's because this wife has always wanted to live there, like since she was like oh. a little girl, basically. Um, and so, you know, like and her daughter, like they were all super close. Like her and her daughter were close. Her daughter was also 14. That's the other thing. A lot of the kids are kind of similar ish aged. Um, mm. They're close. But then she starts acting out. And nobody really knows why. Like something something happened sometime around Christmas. But we don't know what it is. The mom 14 year old acting is. out though wow crazy Who'd have thought? yeah right like she like starts drinking well she drinks like one time um but not gets caught though. and it's like well, that's not great and then all of a sudden she gets obsessed with ma- running a marathon hmm. all these things um it's just she her behavior has changed drastically yeah, i guess would be erratic. the way yeah so like something clearly has happened and something is going on mm-hmm. um and then kind of our other main character or I guess this other family that's the main character is the mom, the dad, and they have a son. Um, the dad travels like 50, 70% of the time for work. Mm-hmm. And then and then the mom had given up her job when they moved. So they moved over because I think this, I don't say I can't remember what state this is and it doesn't really matter. But when they moved oh. here to Cottonwoods, the mom um, gave up her career. Like she was a teacher and she stopped teaching. So that way, because if the dad's always traveling for work, she needed to be home for her son. Um, but she also got a grant to like research animals or research people who research animals. I'm honestly not entirely sure what her research is, but she's doing research and she's going to write a book basically. Um, okay. And there's like epidemia. I don't know. Some eology type thing. They tell Sounds us it fancy. did not stick, but their son definitely has some sort of issues. Um, they went to a lot of therapists when he was young. He got some diagnoses that the parents are very anxious about um he's gotten kicked out of a handful of schools 
there's like one school that like basically all the kids go to it's a private school it's a very whatever they didn't go to that one because they like toured it um or i guess she the mom toured it and was like mm-hmm. nope i don't think he's gonna thrive here because at this point he's already been kicked out of schools like where they were before oh and so they went okay. he went to the public school and he had just stabbed this girl in the hand because he like she like took his crayon oh. or he took something so like we're like well you gotta go you're gone great you're out and they're like oh my gosh like what are we gonna do and like she's like i'm lucky that you know he doesn't go to this private school because all the parents would know about that he's been expelled and like she doesn't want that's that. true though mm-hmm. right and like she that's doesn't want to be part of that gossip and everything so she's trying to figure out like what she can do for him there ends up being this teeny tiny little school that he goes into um and there's like only a handful of students it's like a very small like religious type school and there's a grad he's in this guy's in grad school there's like two two assistant teachers that are in grad school um and like one of them he kind of becomes close to like not in like a inappropriate well to be honest it felt a little inappropriate but that's more because like the parents end up paying this grad student to like also kind of like help out outside of school like that's where it felt like the boundary crossed like a babysitter almost but like this kid's like 12 or 13 and like i don't know it just like that's where the boundary felt weird it didn't necessarily feel like a boundary was inappropriate between the grad student and the kid but either way um he does start to seem to be doing better and like they they find a new therapist for him and the therapist because like he struggles with empathy is basically Mm. like kind of what his whole thing is um and it's not great though (laughs) no no but you're 12 and the therapist is like you know like sometimes this happens in like younger people and they can learn to grow out of it like they can yeah i guess it still depends there's still room for growth there yeah yeah and even the therapist is like you know like most of the people who like this they don't turn around are people whose like parents and family members they don't have anybody like noticing this and supporting and helping Mm, and so makes sense yeah, and he's like the kid is like his whole like life goal basically is to like program a level five video game. I don't know what that means, but that's he doesn't pretty need cool. empathy then. It's fine. Oh, that's fine. I was like, you're fine. Just stop stabbing people and you'll be It'll fine. Be like I, right? I, I, I think we can just go with law, like rules. Don't stab people. Just general rules. Just follow them. Yeah, but the therapist is like, hey, like I think something that would be really good for him is like a reward system, you know, and he can get points. So taking out the trash you get so many points and then he can like earn something. And basically this is going to be this monitor that he needs for his gaming thing. And like, that's actually also is really helping him. That's valid though. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's also like, he's learning like this, like at one point, you know, he has to like go apologize to somebody for something. And he's like, well, I get points for it. And they're like, yeah, like you write your apology letter and you get points. And then you have to go physically give it to them. And then you can get points. And like, so it's like things that you probably shouldn't have to, use points for but like that's how it's working for him and he's realizing it on his own like you see throughout but like okay you're you're 12 you're 13 whatever he is he's not that old relative we're still learning we have time until he becomes a full-grown adult and we need to really worry parents are aware (laughs) right so yeah so that's kind of like all of our characters um a lot of them you're right yeah like a couple of the names i could remember but like some of them, I was like, I don't know okay. all of them. And also I worry, like, what if I say a wrong name and then it gives something away? I don't know. But there's also mm. a vandal going around. Oh. And it starts with some basic graffiti. So like the older woman whose husband died 15 years ago, her mailbox has a penis painted <gasps> on it. Oh my God. Penis. 
literally unacceptable. Have to, I have to whisper it because like they're all like, oh my lord, like Everyone freaking outside's out. fainting. Pretty much. Um, but so like this woman has basically like since her husband died, her daughter like moved to the East Coast. So they must be like somewhere south middle, I think. Either way. Her daughter south lives on the East middle. Coast. She doesn't really see her all that often in person because she also doesn't like to fly, which may or may not have something to do with the husband. Um and she basically turned into like the shut-in. But one of the moms in book club like walks her dog every day and like sees this and is like, oh my gosh. I can't just let her come out to check her mail and see this graffiti on her mailbox. And so like goes and like knocks on her door and that kind of like kicks everything off. Mm -hmm. Like she gets kind of pulled back into society. We start to learn way more, you know, we're like, cause you're thinking like, Oh, maybe the troublemaker, like the kid who has no empathy. Is he the vandal? The mom is constantly wondering if he's the vandal. Like you're in her head. It's fair to wonder. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh, this is like terrible. And like, all these things so like basically every single person in this book every single person at book club has some big old secret that they don't want to get out like and they're all trying yeah and they're all trying to like keep it right because they're all trying to put on this like perfect face of like oh no nothing's going on in our family we're so happy we don't have money problems my kid's not psychotic you know like my kid doesn't drink my child's perfect everything's wonderful i love Hmm. my in-laws you know stuff like that Little desperate housewives. Yeah. I didn't murder my husband. I don't want to murder my husband, you know, kind of like that stuff where you're like, yeah. oh, laying it on a little thick there. Suspicious. So, yeah. So it all kind of just goes and goes and goes. And you're like, there's definitely parts of it. Like, so a lot happens. And I was definitely intrigued the whole time. But there's parts of it where you're like, where is this going? Why are we here? What is happening? Why is this important? But it all ties up together. It Good. does it does matter. And I liked how it was sprinkled out, how you learn more and more. So like how you're learning more about what happened 15 years ago and why that matters now. Um, how like how all of these secrets start to come out, because of course they're secrets, of course they're gonna come out, right? We know that. Right. Um, and like how they come out, because like some people, when their secret comes out, it's like terrible. But then when some people's come out, they end up actually having a lot of support like and support that they didn't think that they were going to have but because all these other mm-hmm. things have happened they have the support system that they were like not expecting and they probably wouldn't have had it previously and so like that i think was really well done like there was some stuff that i i was like i don't like i was like oh this is clearly this person right because you're like i said there's some of those pages about it's just somebody is saying that they witnessed something and we don't know where it, where this information came from like is this a police report is this a diary or is this just in their head yeah we have no idea where this like two paragraphs of information like came from or who it came from or anything and so you're like oh yeah they you know they they left at different times it didn't look like what they wanted to be seen but then there's like multiple times where that could be happening throughout Mm -hmm. like throughout the year they're like oh it's clearly these two people okay got it and then you're like, oh, shoot, or is it these people? And you're like, is it the past? Is it present? Who is it? What's going on? Oh. Did not see most of these things coming. Like, all in all, I'm, moment. I, I started like four and a half stars because it's not like not quite perfect because there was just because there was some of those times where I was like, I don't know what was going on. Like, what is happening? Why do I care? Let's move on. It felt like a little repetitive in a couple of spots, but all in all, super good. I thought it was really fun. Like, and how it just always laid out was, it was very well done. Very happy with it. Wow. What 
a ride. Yeah, it, it was. That's for sure. <laughs> I definitely feel like our books have um, some similarities. Ooh, I okay. think being book club centric probably helped that because I mean, like, just book clubs like neighborhoods and suburbia. Mm-hmm. White mom. So, and- yes, exactly. So definitely some similarities. Um, mine, too, was a ride. Ooh, so excited. <laughs> I did uh, Never Have I Ever by Jocelyn Jackson. I had to double check it because I was like, Jocelyn? I was like, nope, that says Jocelyn. Okay. Jocelyn Jackson. Unique. I like yeah, it. I do. I was like, huh, I haven't heard it before. Um, so this book is, the book club itself doesn't come up all that much other than the fact that it's basically like the first scene that kind of sets the stage to kick off everything else in the book. Mm-hmm. Um so the main character, Amy, she lives in suburbia. She has a stepdaughter who's 14, 15. She has a child that she and her husband have together that is, how old is he? I think he's like six months old, maybe. Not very okay. old. He's a baby. Big age baby. Yeah. I mean, they have only been married for like not super long. Oh, but But okay. uh, she has, they've been like together since the little girl, I think was like eight or nine when her mom walked out. Mm. So she's been around for a while. Okay. She okay. Called the um, Her stepdaughter, Maddie, calls her her step monster. I think it's <laughs> funny. But they say it like very lovingly. Like, yeah. She, it's like, it's like a joke. Like, okay. and she calls yeah. her dad like Duddy because he's like, he's a dad and he's like kind of a nerd. And so like, she like makes fun of him for like being boring. So she calls mm-hmm. her dad Duddy. So she got Duddy and monster. It's kind of funny, actually. I kind of <laughs> love it. I was like, we have to remember that one for your future. Mm-hmm. Like, that's funny. Um, so Amy is living in her little suburbia life. She has a best friend who lives down the street, Charlotte, who has a small child about a year old. And then she's also expecting her second child with her husband, Davis. Names I probably will only say like once or twice, but these are the <laughs> most important people. I wrote down the most vital people. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? I think Davis is even the wrong husband. Forget <laughs> it. I'm not even gonna list husbands. That's okay? why I did. That's why I didn't even try. I was like, right. I'm not. There's I'm not many. gonna get it. I was right. doing so good at first, and then I lost it right there. Um, I took notes in a weird manner. They're not even. It's like messy. So, Charlotte and her husband are. Exp- and they have a child and then that's like the other like main person really in the book club so charlotte technically runs the book club but um it gets hosted at amy's house most of the time so amy is hosting book club charlotte always picks stuff like jane austen or like women romancing novels and like i guess the other women aren't super into the book club it seems that like most of them are like parents um so they all have kind of that in common and they live in the same area, but they kind of use it as like a reason to like drink wine and hang out, which mm-hmm. I get. Yep. That's pretty common for a book club. It's kind of what you expect. So it's book club night. Amy's hosting book club and she opens the door and there's this woman she doesn't recognize on her front porch. And so this woman named Rue, she says that she's just moved to the neighborhood and she had like heard there was book club or something. It's all very unclear how she hmm. knew there was book club or maybe she just saw people coming to the house and thought she'd join in. I don't even That's know. That's not weird or anything. I think it's a little weird, but oh, yeah. I guess if you're new and you're trying to figure out where the other women hang out, like if they were all flooding to a house, maybe you're like, That's a great time for me to knock on the door and say hello, you know? Like I guess I could see it, but I don't know. It seems a little strange. So she's an outsider in the fact that she's new, but also the fact that this is suburbia, but there's one house in the area that rents out as an Airbnb. So people cycle through that particular house. There's never like a steady 
tenant. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rue is just the next person in a slew of people who stay in this house. So they didn't really ever expect to meet her. They don't usually like do, you know, the welcoming committee for people who move into that house because they're temporary, right? Yeah. Like people don't even move in like their own furniture. It comes like furnished. People usually just like move in their like stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. They just come stay for, for, for a little bit and then leave. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's short term. So Rue just shows up for book club. Um, and the way Amy describes her, she was like, she just seems so cool. Like, I don't know. There's something about the way that the author writes Rue that she seems like, like I'm like I don't even know, like aggressive. Hmm. Like she's like a barracuda. She's like sly, but like you, I mean, you just get the feeling that there's something going on underneath. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of what Amy saw when she was like, "Oh, she's just like cool." Like, and I feel like "cool" is not quite the right word, but like there's just something off with her. And like the I listened to it as an audiobook, and like the narrator did super good, like with the voices and everything. So I feel like mm-hmm. it really helps at the stage for it. So like maybe when I read it, I wouldn't feel quite the same way about the particular mm-hmm. character. You know, they give the yeah. voices. Um, but like Rue just kind of like lets herself in to join book club and she starts like engaging with all the other women there and everyone's just kind of like enchanted by her a little bit. Like hmm. she's just like different and like, she's supposed to be like super in shape and like super gorgeous. But like she says, she has like a teenage son and like, that's they're here just for her to do work, but she's incredibly vague about it. Um, she completely like takes over book club. So like Charlotte is pissed and sitting next to Amy, just like stewing because Rue comes in and everyone wants to talk to Rue and Rue starts asking everyone what their spirit animal is. She was just like, I don't need to know your names, but if you tell me your spirit animal, I'll get to know you so much better. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's kind of wild. So like the book club, like I said, isn't really focal for the whole story at all, but it's like the basis for the whole story. Yeah. Like, so she shows up, she totally takes over book club, getting everyone to tell their spirit animal, which I feel like in and of itself is kind of like revealing. So I kind of get the feeling that like Rue's like reading people, right? She's mm-hmm. like just trying to get your vibe and like figure out who people are that way, which is a good way to do it, I guess. But like, I don't know, the way she does it just feels so like bold and assertive in a way that's like almost inappropriate because it's like, it's not your book club. It's not your house. Yeah. Like you weren't even invited and you're being this direct. I don't know. It's- yeah. Oh. There's something unsettling about her. So um, a lot of the women decide to like leave, you know, once one person leaves, other people are like, oh yeah, look at the time. I guess I gotta go too. Mm-hmm. So most of them leave. Um, even Charlotte, who is like the one who runs the book club, ends up leaving. Uh, she's like, gotta go home or whatever. And Rue is still there drinking with like a few of the other women. Um, and so like Charlotte and Amy go outside and like Charlotte's just like venting about it because like I'm be pissed too. Like it's yep. my book club. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? So like Amy kind of placates her and she's like, We'll talk about the book together, like on our morning walk tomorrow or whatever, like sends her home. Amy goes back inside of her house and they're all in the basement drinking to this game. Basically never have I ever, you know, where it's like, I've never done this. And everyone else drinks if they mm-hmm. have, you mm-hmm. know? So it's kind of like that, but she makes you tell the worst thing you've done. So like the first round is like the worst thing you did today. The second round is the worst thing you did this week. And then the second, the mm-hmm. third one is like in the month and then the year and then ever. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, they want to know what the worst thing you've ever done is. And I'm not even sure exactly how the drinking game plays into it, but everyone's buying it. Like, they're like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. I'll just tell you all of my secrets. I feel like and so that's when I would go home. If I hadn't left already, yeah. I think I'd be like, I don't know, strange lady. Are you a cop? You have to legally tell me if you're a cop, right? Like, right. That's where but you're they're at. just like drunk housewives who are just yeah. like, yeah, I'll totally tell you like my dirty secrets or whatever. Because well, they also probably like time. Yeah. And I bet they're like, oh, what's the worst thing you did today? And they're like, oh, my goodness. I 
littered or something. Some of them. Like, yeah. Right. Some of them were pretty big. So I'm gonna say they were definitely people who unveiled some big information that comes back up again later. Like yeah. obviously that was her purpose, right? Like mm-hmm. she's trying to catch people. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what her deal is, but she's, she's clearly trying to get info. Yeah, she's very much a planner. So Amy does not enjoy this game because Rue kind of challenges her and was like, what's the worst thing you've ever done, Amy? And Amy has a past that she has not even told her husband about because she's decided that like who I am now is enough. And she's trying to like move on. Mm -hmm. Like what happened? I'm not even going to tell you what happened because like it is a big part of like building up the story. But basically she has this thing that she doesn't tell anybody and nobody in this area should know about. Like she's from this area, but she's pretty sure that like she used to be a big girl. Like her mom would send her to fat camp, big girl, like super mean like mm-hmm. awful so she's always had like a, an issue with food so like now she doesn't think anyone would recognize her because she's like 150 pounds less than what she was like when she grew up in the area right mm-hmm. um so she is like really thrown off when rue kind of challenges her and is like i bet you could beat this like whole game right i bet you could win and she's just like it the fuck out of my house yep (laughs) that's what she tells her she's like you need to get out of my house right now like she like loses her shit on her and i don't blame her oh i would be like get out like yeah absolutely no the first time she meets her she challenges her like this no like this my house you know we're not invited so like the other women have told some stuff that they definitely didn't want amy to know because amy is friends with charlotte and somebody confessed to having like a thing with a guy she kissed a guy who's pregnant wife just wasn't putting out or something and she was just like hmm gee wonder who that could be yeah it's everyone's like hmm Hmm, wonder who like that's yeah so some stuff comes out rue does leave everybody leaves but rue tells amy like we have stuff to talk about make sure you come by my house like so amy's left with this just like does she know and so as a reader we do end up getting thrown back into like amy's past basically what happened was back in high school so it has been a while but she goes through kind of great lengths to distance herself from it which is understandable once you find out what happened um again not gonna tell you Mm -hmm. uh but basically because rue knows this thing she's gonna hold it over amy's head for money because amy's parents had money they no longer speak they're not like they, she had to trust though basically that was mm. um from her grandmother that was like earmarked for college but she didn't end up finishing college or even really going to classes when she was enrolled so she um has this money earmarked and she uses it to kind of pay back people and circumstances anonymously for what happened in her past so she Mm. like needs it but not for herself like she doesn't spend it on herself at all like they live a very comfortable regular life but like even that money i don't think her husband knows exists Mm -hmm. like it just it sits in an account for emergencies when someone who was impacted by the thing that amy did needs money and then she finds a way to anonymously make money appear for them which i think is really nice like she's clearly trying trying to to atone yeah like She's doing what she can. And like the whole situation is very convoluted. So like, I don't even know, like I get why she feels guilty and I would feel horrible too, but it's so messy. Like I get why she is where she's at, Okay. but um, she basically ended up like, she goes scuba diving. She's a scuba diver. And she uses that as like her own little therapy. Cause she likes to be like in the water where like the quiet is. She's like the space underneath the water is like big enough to hold like all of this because she's, you know, kept it even from her husband, even from her friends, everything. Yeah. So Rue, knowing this, could, one, potentially put Amy in jail if it pans out the way Rue says it could pan out, which is potential. And then, two, her family would know what Mm -hmm. happened. And then that could, 
erode her entire life. You know, like sometimes big information is too much for people, mm-hmm. especially considering the circumstances. So she basically starts blackmailing her to get the money to stay quiet. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of refers to it as like a game. So basically the rest of this book is an entire game where Rue makes a move and then Amy makes a move and they talk about it. Like they're definitely very much the same person, like her Amy's ability to like compartmentalize and then like, do the thing that has to be done and then kind of be savage about it is kind of impressive, like throughout the book when she has to do things to like outmaneuver Rue. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like they're very much like the same person, but Amy's clearly not a bad person underneath it, but mm-hmm. she has these skills. And I think a lot of it is just like her childhood and her upbringing. And then the incident that happened, it just created this person in her where like Rue is kind of just a disaster, horrible person. Like, yes. Yeah. It's a real mess. So they play this game basically for the rest of the book where Rue taunts Amy and then Amy does a thing and then Rue's surprised, but also a little bit proud and impressed. But then she outmaneuvers her because she was two steps ahead anyways. Like mm-hmm. it's super wild. I at I hit a point, I'm like, where was it? I was like, maybe like the last quarter or maybe even less than that, where just like this absolute like shift happens in the book where like, whoa mind blown like such a big moment and i'm just like wow i did not at all think that that was what was happening here because mm-hmm. like the, everyone's lives are very intertwined right well first of all being in the same neighborhood and then rue having a son who is the same age as amy's stepdaughter so they become close and so amy is able to like find out all this other information about her like it's so wild the way that the author was able to kind of weave all these things together and then mm-hmm. still surprise me at the end oh like, i love it whoa so five out of five definitely recommend i don't i'm not always a big fan of like the neighborhood drama ones but i feel like this one was really well done where i like there were multiple things that happened that i had just no idea like that that was gonna come up like yeah i love i love books like that that's so awesome oh okay so good i'm glad i feel like we both had pretty freaking good books this time even though they were kind of similar in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. like same general kind of concept of like the secrets that people have yeah but then still so different but so different yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Also just a great improvement on the last book. The last ones that I've done. So yeah. So happy there. So I know. Happy. You've had some rough ones. <laughs> yeah. But we're back. We're back on track now. Um, next episode, we're just doing one that's been sitting on our TBR for a really long time. So also very vague. Could be anything. Who knows? It's uh, a grab bag. Yeah. It's just kind of let me read this one. Why not? Oh uh, yeah, come back and listen to that uh rate review subscribe all those fun things social medias instagram isn't past your bedtime twitter iipyb underscore pod and then tiktok isn't past your bedtime as well and yeah with that we will talk at everyone later bye everyone bye